بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسوله الكريم نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد After Abu Bakr رضي الله تعالى عنه the greatest companion of the Messenger of Allah عليه الصلاة والسلام was that man about whom the messenger said that if the shaitan was to walk upon a certain path if you were to take a certain path the shaitan he would take a separate path that companion that sacrificed his whole life and his wealth in the service of this deen he is no doubt the great companion the virtuous companion Amirul Mu'mineen Abi Hafs Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu ta'ala anhu When the messenger of, uh, messenger of Allah came with his message of al-Islam and Tawheed Then initially this companion he was opposed to the message And he was opposed to the deen of al-Islam And he was opposed to the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam but then, after the Messenger of Allah, he made the dua that, O oh Allah, give honor to Islam by way of the two Umars, i.e., either by Umar ibn Khattab or Abu Jahl. And then Allah, after that, he opened up the chest of Umar to Islam and he, guided, he was guided to Islam. And he became a great member of the Islamic community and he sacrificed a great amount of his life and his wealth for the deen Umar ta'ala anhu once he came to this deen then honor was granted to the Muslims and they were able to publicly proclaim their Islam and practice their Islam up until they went to al Madina, and then after the Messenger of Allah والسلام, passed away, Abu Bakr, he is the one that took the Khilafah, he is the one that was the successor to the Messenger of Allah. After him, Umar anhu, he is the one that took the Khilafah, he is the one that took the role as the leader of the believers, the leader of the Ummah. Up until one day, one morning, when Umar, he entered into the Masjid of the Messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasalam, to lead the Muslims in the prayer of Salatul Fajr. And then while he is leading them in prayer, a man by the name of Abu Lu'luah al-Majusi, the fire worshipper, he came and he made several, several stabs. He stabbed Umar several times. And then after that, Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, when leban was given to him, when buttermilk was given to him, he found that the milk, the buttermilk, it was coming out from him. It was coming out from him. At that point, they all realized, Umar anhu, he is not going to live any longer. These are his final days now. It was his, uh, he is now no longer going to live. So now Umar anhu. He asks uh, Ibn Abbas, Radilahu Ta'ala Anhu, 
to go to Umm al-Mu'mineen Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha. He says, first convey my salam to her and then ask her if she will permit me to be buried in the house of the Messenger of Allah with my two companions, the Messenger and Abu Bakr. So then Ibn Abbas, or rather Ibn Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhuma, his son, when he went, he found Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha to be crying. Obviously, because it's Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu. And then when he spoke to her concerning the matter, and then when he returned, Umar asks his son, what did she say? So he replied by saying that she has tidings she has given you permission Umar who he says once I have died then carry my body towards her towards the house of the messenger where the messenger is buried and where Abu Bakr is buried and ask her permission then if she permits then you can take me in and bury me there if not then bury me amongst the rest of the Muslims in the graveyard of the Muslims. Perhaps she is allowing me to be buried there right now because of Haya, because she's shy to say no. He asks Ibn Abbas, the cousin of the Messenger of Allah والسلام, to go out and find out what the people are saying concerning this occurrence, meaning concerning my Khilafah, concerning my leadership concerning the authority that I took over them. What is their opinion and their judgment concerning me? Ibn Abbas radiallahu ta'ala anhu he goes out and he goes round to the Muslims and then he returns and he says to Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu Abshir, glad tidings for you. The Muslims, they are crying over you and the Muslims, they have nothing except good to say about you. Once he had passed away, then Ibn Abbas anhuma he said, as has been recorded in Sahih Muslim, that Umar's body, it was on the his sarir, yani his uh, the beer, upon which the corpse is carried to the graveyard. When his body was there, all of the people they gathered around him. And they started to pray for him and mention him with good, praise him. And he said, nothing distracted me. Nothing diverted my attention. Nothing distracted me. Except a man came and he placed his hand on my shoulder. And when I turned around, I found it was Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu. And then Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he said, May Allah have mercy upon you, O Umar, or may Allah have mercy upon you. Indeed, you have not left behind anyone, or there is nobody that you have left behind whose deeds I would love to meet Allah with more than you. There is nobody now that is left behind who has deeds, who acquired deeds that I would love to have on my scale more than you. I, I hoped, I, I was hoping 
that you would end up joining your two companions, meaning the Messenger of Allah and Abu Bakr. I was hoping that that was going to happen. I was expecting that that was going to happen. Why? Because many a times I used to hear, the, uh, many a times I used to hear the Messenger of Allah say, Jitu Ana wa Abu Bakr wa Umar. I came with Abu Bakr and Umar. Wa dakhaltu wa ana wa Abu Bakr wa Umar. Many a times I used to hear the Messenger of Allah say, I entered, I entered a certain place with Abu Bakr and Umar. Wa kharajtu ana wa Abu Bakr wa Umar. And many times I used to hear uh, that the Messenger of Allah would say, I went out, I exited with Abu Bakr and Umar. So based upon that, I hoped and I thought that you would end up joining your two companions. When someone says, when someone says that Amr, he was walking with Zaid. I saw Amr walking with Zaid. The other day I saw Amr outside and he was sitting down talking with Zaid. The other day I was on such and such a road and Amr was in the car and guess who was next to him? Zaid. I went to Amr's house and knocked on his door. He opened the door and inside the house I found with him Zaid. What does that indicate? What does that indicate? If wherever you see Amr, you see Zaid. Wherever you see a certain person, you see person B with him. What does that indicate? Huh? Close companion. He's dear to him. He's somebody that if there's anybody that he's going to share secrets with, it's him. If there's anybody that he's going to confide in, it's him. It's anybody that he loves dearly, it's him. Anyone that he trusts, it's him. Anybody that holds virtue in his eyes, it's him. So now Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu is saying is many a times I would, I would hear the Messenger of Allah say this. I was sitting with Umar. I went out with Abu Bakr and Umar. Meaning, Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he is someone that isn't a nobody. And he isn't just anybody from the companions. But the best of creation, the best of makhluk, the best of creation, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he held this man in high regard. He held this man in high regard. He was a virtuous man. But in spite of that virtue, in spite of the excellency that he hold, in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, no doubt, because he whom Allah's messenger loves, then Allah loves him. That is the point, that is the pinnacle of life. In spite of all of that, Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, after he's been stabbed, and after now, there isn't long left for him to live. He has his head, his head is placed in the hands of his son, um, uh, uh, Abdullah ibn Umar. Abdullah ibn Umar, he is holding his father's head. <clears throat> like many of us most likely will be in. Our son most likely, or one of our children most likely, is going to be holding our head on a similar day for us. So now Umar, he says, oh my son, put my head on the ground. His son, he contests against this. He goes, there's, there's no need. Umar, he commands his son, put my head on the ground. So then he puts his head on the ground. 
And when he puts his head on the ground, Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, and bear in mind when this is being mentioned, the station of Umar, and the virtue that Umar carries, and who Umar is. When his head is placed on the ground, Umar now is rubbing his cheeks on the ground, left and right. Left and right, he's turning his cheeks on the ground. And then he's saying, ummi, Woe be to me and to my mother. In lam yarhamni rabbi. If my Lord has no mercy upon me. If my Lord does not end up having mercy upon me. ummi, In lam yarhamni rabbi. Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he knows that these are his final moments in this life. So he's scared, he's terrified as to what is going to happen in the next few minutes, in the next few moments. Right now I'm alive and I'm in some considerable degree, some considerable degree of ease. I don't know what's going to happen to me now after this soul, it is taken out of my body. He says, woe be to me and to my mother if my Lord doesn't have mercy upon me. He's scared that perhaps he will end up receiving the wrath of Allah Jalla wa'az as opposed to his mercy. The dars, the mawidah, the, the ibrah, the lesson that we take from this is what? The lesson that we take from this in reality, it is self-evident, it speaks for itself. Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he is dying and he's scared about what is going to happen to him now. Yet Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he is the one that the Messenger of Allah used to keep great company with. He never kept great company with me and any of us here. Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he is the one that fought in the battle of Badr with the Messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasalam and they are forgiven. None of us were there. Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he is from the Asharah al-Mubashireen bil-Jannah. He is from the ten companions that are promised al-Jannah. The Messenger of Allah, he says, Umar, you are in Jannah. Yet so Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, in spite of knowing that, he's been told you are in Jannah. But before he dies, he's scared. He is scared of what is going to happen. Allah, he said, Umar is in al-Jannah. Umar is in Al-Jannah, yet Umar is scared. The lives that we live, how we live our lives, do they really say to us, do they really make ta'beer and say to us and express to us that we are scared? Scared as to what is going to happen to us? Allah's Messenger says, Umar is in Jannah, but Umar, he is scared. Umar is in Jannah. The Messenger of Allah, he never ever said, Ali is in Al-Jannah. He never said Zakaria is in Al-Jannah, Talha is in Jannah, Ibrahim is in Jannah, Wasim is in Jannah, Ma'roof is in Jannah. He never said that. He said Umar is in Al-Jannah. But now when the time comes for Umar to die, he says, Wailunli wali ummi in lam yarhamni rabbi. The mawidah da and the ibrada, it's self-evident. It speaks for itself. It doesn't need much elaboration. The reality of the matter is that we need to fix ourselves up. We have to be honest with ourselves. The lives that we are living, because the companions, Ridwan Allah Ta'ala alayhim, 
They are the yardstick by which you measure khawf of Allah. By which you measure fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A person may say, and it's true, khawf has to be balanced with raja. Fear of Allah has to be balanced with hope. But how do you know what is the degree of fear that you're meant to have? How do you know what is the degree of terror and fright that you're meant to have? By looking at the companions of Allah Ta'ala Anhu. I need to be honest with myself now. and We all need to be honest with ourselves. That fear that Umar had and the rest of the companions had. When we measure our fear to their fear, it's nowhere near. It's nowhere near. So in reality, the ibrah that should be taken from this, it's that we need to change ourselves. Change our lives. Some of us, it may take great transformation. Great transformation. We might have to change our life totally upside down if we really want to bring this khawf of Allah into effect. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us all the ability to act upon what we say and hear. Wa billahi tawfiq wa sallallahu ma'ala nabina Muhammad wa alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.